What's up everyone? Today it is just me. I am uh, gonna be answering your questions. This is a live Q&A for our Movement Mastermind members. So get your questions in, uh, whatever you want, whatever the topic is. This is an impromptu Q&A. We haven't done this before. Hey everyone, in case we haven't met, my name is Rad Burmeister. I'm one of the co-founders of Unity Gym and co-creators of the UMS, the Unified Movement System, where we turn driven people into strong and flexible athletes. If you wanna know how we do it, grab one of our free blueprints. We've got the Strength Blueprint, the Flexibility Blueprint, and the Nutrition Blueprint. There's a link in the description of this video if you're watching on YouTube or uh, in the comments of the podcast. Um, I would normally at this moment say, how are we doing today? But I've only got the voice of God here. So I'm going to ask you, Richie, how are we doing today? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Happy to be here. <laughs> You're going to have to give me some help here today, Richie. I'm, I'm going to need to lean on you. If I start sure fumbling for words, we're going to be having a little bit of a conversation because for anybody that's watching, it is, it is a lot harder for me to do these shows when I'm on my own uh, than you would think. So I'm going to I'm going to throw this out there that the quality of this show today is going to depend on the questions that you give me um, anything. You can ask me anything. You can ask me, um, you know, what is my uh, you know, what color underwear do I wear? If, uh, if that's something that you want to know, Come on, Come on, right. <laughs> you can uh, ask me what my favorite um, recipe for gazpacho uh, soup is if you want to know. <laughs> Now, let's keep it on topic. Anything to do with strength and flexibility in the UMS. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, get your questions in. And I'm, I'm about to uh, scoop the... Um, and Richie, if you can just be um, scanning the Movement Mastermind group for any questions that you think would be relevant, let me know when you, when you find something. Yep. We've got... Um, yeah, I'm on my lonesome today, Lee. That's right. Um, we've got uh, Yanni's at home uh, with a cold. He's... Um, uh, you know, having two kids in daycare um, through winter, unfortunately, anybody that's had kids in daycare, you'd know, uh, you, you just start getting sick all the time. It's insane uh, how many viruses uh, get brought home. Um, Yanni's had three COVID tests this year, uh, and they've all come back negative, of course. So he's getting a little bit tired of getting the swab up his nose. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite funny, uh, in my opinion, but I'm his brother, so I laugh at his um, at his despair. Um, so yeah, look, I'm going to uh, have a little scan of the page here and see. Uh, oh yeah, and Phil is um, Phil is uh, off um, having a, a a belated birthday celebration. There was something he was meant to do with it for his birthday that he's gone to do, uh, spend some time with his family and friends um, today and tomorrow. So yeah. Yeah, so guys, get your questions in. Any questions that you uh, have about your training, I will answer them for you. Um, we're looking, I'm just looking at some of the questions here. Just give me a sec. Uh, I'm going to avoid the injury-related questions um, today. So we had um, a question from Dean Weber, but you did respond to him about that. Um, I'll answer it anyway because it is a good question. Uh, it's, it's something that a lot of people ask. So Dean, Dean Weber has, um, you can pull it up if you want, Richie. Um, he's saying, just curious, been working on the 18 minute program for the last couple of weeks. In future guys, please make sure that you say 18 minute stretching routine or 18 minute mobility routine because they are different. Um, on the 18 minute program for the last couple of weeks, without trying to criticize the program, it's very thorough and I'm enjoying it and how good it makes me feel after doing it. But it does seem more like a long full body mobility routine rather than a flexibility routine. 
is it actually possible to make substantial flexibility gains from just that program? Thanks. So first thing I'll say is, Dean, you're absolutely right. It is um, it's definitely the 18 minute uh, stretching routine that you've got then if, you're, if you are making that critique. Um, because yeah, we do now have the 18 minute mobility routine. And the reason why is, uh, thanks Finney. <laughs> uh, thanks for the support, brother. Um, so the reason why is, you know, I only started stretching uh, properly about five or maybe it might be coming up to six years ago now, but I think it was about five years ago. I think I was 37 when I started and I didn't understand uh, the difference between uh, flexibility and mobility. Um, and it is a, it's, people have, I don't think, I still don't think there is a really definitive um, answer on what it is. It depends on who you speak to. But where I got my definition from um, was the, the most recent book that I've read that's had a big impact on my training and program development and everything. And I've read a lot over the decades that I've now been a personal trainer. I've been a personal trainer for 17 years. So I've read a lot and I've been to more workshops with high level um, strength and conditioning coaches and PhD holders and dietitians and everything that I can remember. But most recently I've read and reread and reread a book called Overcoming Gravity by I think his name is Stephen Lowe. Um, and, and he, and I read that book because, you know, I was uh, getting started in calisthenics and I wanted to, you know, go to the authority on calisthenics for books and, and that's considered the authority. And he explained the difference between mobility and flexibility better than anyone that I've ever read before. And basically, uh, mobility is an umbrella term for taking the joints through full range of motion. So there's so many different ways to do mobility, but it's basically, it's basically taking the joints through their full range of motion. Flexibility is a, is many, has many, many different ways of developing flexibility. Uh, but it is all for the goal of increasing mobility. And flexibility training is generally done at a much higher intensity. So where you do sets and reps and you do it in a way where you maybe even feel mobility, uh, you feel flexibility doms, you know, where you feel sore the next day from your flexibility training. Whereas mobility training is generally done at a much lower intensity um, with a goal, say for example, a warm up or a cool down or a mobility workout that you would do on your day off. And after understanding this, it dawned on me, Dean, that the 18 minute stretching routine was actually not a stretching routine, it was a mobility routine. And the mobility masterclass was actually not a mobility masterclass, it was a flexibility masterclass, which is one of the reasons why when creating the more updated, more current version that drew on five years of experience, because I created the 18 minute stretching routine and the mobility masterclass. I created that five years ago when I was right at the start of my flexibility journey. Now, when I say right at the start, I'd been learning about flexibility for decades in martial arts and through being a personal trainer, but I never put it together in a program that I then did daily to become flexible like I am now. But since then, I worked with some amazing flexibility coaches. I developed my personal ability. I developed um, my knowledge and it became really, really clear that I'd named those programs incorrectly. So, but rather than changing the names of those programs, which was already, um, you know, as soon as you change anything that people have, you know, come to love, 
it just confuses people. People just, you know, there's people that don't watch any of these videos and one day they log in and all of a sudden they're like, oh, I can't see my program anymore. Uh, well, it's still there. It's just we changed the name of it. So that's not the right way to go about it. Um, but also I'd learned a lot uh, since, um, since developing the 18 minute stretching routine, which is why I decided to create the 18 minute mobility routine, which is what I do now. I don't do the 18 minute stretching routine anymore. My daily mobility routine has evolved. So that's why I created the 18 minute mobility routine. And I don't do the mobility masterclass anymore either. My, my flexibility training has evolved. So I created the flexibility masterclass, which is what I do now. It's, uh, um, it's a superior program. Um, it, it draws on um, my experience over the years and it's now named correctly. So uh, Dean, to round this off, yes, you, you're absolutely right. The 18 minute stretching routine, you know, really is a mobility routine. Uh, will you make substantial flexibility gains in it? it? That depends on where you're starting from. Absolutely. There are thousands of people around the world, literally thousands. Uh, I think um, it, it, it's, uh, it's well above 5,000, maybe even 6,000 people that have uh, got that program. And we've got so many testimonials of people saying how that program has changed their lives. Even people that were dancers and people that um, were yogis are talking about how they've made substantial flexibility gains. Will you ever get to the ultimate levels of flexibility, as in being able to do like full middle splits, front splits, pancakes, back bridges, all of that? In my experience, no, it didn't work for me. I got to a point where I plateaued with the 18 minute stretching routine, which is why I then went on and created the, the Mobility Masterclass and which is why I've then gone on to create the Flexibility Masterclass. Um, uh, yes, I believe that you, if you want to get as the way that you've put it, um, is it actually possible to make substantial flexibility gains from that program? Uh, yes, you will, but you will get to a point where you will need to uh, level up and go to a proper uh, flexibility program, uh, which is the, um, the Flexibility Masterclass. So yeah, hope that answers your question, even though I had already answered it uh, via a comment. Uh, there's, a, there's a big, deep, in-depth uh, answer for you. I'm gonna just type that now. In-depth answer for you, Dean. Cool. Let's have a look. I think Vinny has a question here. Uh, get your questions in, guys. If you're watching, type it in. I will answer any question um, that you have uh, about the UMS. Vinny's saying, still trying to improve my squat position. Lower back is rounding too much. Is it just a matter of sitting in that position as much as possible? I seem to have plateaued with that position. Vinny, I would suggest that you do the 30-day squat challenge. Uh, basically, for 30 days, you squat for 30 minutes a day of accumulated time. So you could do 30 times one minute, you could do six times five minutes, you could do three times 10 minutes, you could do one times 10 minute and 10 times two minutes, like whatever it is. Um, basically just, you know, open the stopwatch app on your phone, press start when you're in the squat, when you finish stop, but don't reset the stopwatch. And then every time you go down and squat, just start the stopwatch again. Um, that will have a dramatic, you, you will have a dramatic improvement in squat depth and mobility if you do that. Now you can do anything in the squat position. You can, 
you can do the you know the the um the buddha prayer you know squat from the from the uh mobility routine from the 18 minute mobility routine you can do the the knee wiggles where you wiggle the knee you can do the rotations you can you know do the ones where you um round forward or you can just sit there um you can do if you're in a gym there's a really good way to increase um, squat flexibility by getting a barbell um, probably with your strength and body weight like a 40 kilo or um, what would that be 90 pound barbell um, and you pull it up to just above your knees and then you squat down so that the barbell sits just above your kneecaps and basically the weight of the barbell pulls your knees forward and pulls you deeper into the squat you can sit in that for a minute uh, once or twice or three times a day but basically for 30 days, don't miss a day and do an accumulated total of 30 minutes of squatting a day. Uh, and let me know how that goes. Um, start with that. Also, uh, I just wanted to chime in here. It's also very hard to um, give you advice on your squat if we can't see it. So yep. put, uh, maybe put a video in the, um, the Facebook group page uh, so we can see it and then give you more specific advice on what you could work on with flexibility. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I couldn't agree with that more. Um, all of you, all of you watching this stuff, you guys need to post more videos. If, you, if you've got a question about anything to do with your physical capability, it should always be accompanied with a video. The answer that you're going to get is, um, it's, it's not even going to be a fraction of how uh, valuable it'll be if we can see a video of you doing it. I've got a friend who has an online coaching program and he doesn't, he's, he's made it a rule that he doesn't even answer people's questions unless it comes with a video um, for this reason. Okay, uh, William Wong is saying, I'm seeing a physio for a shoulder injury at the moment. I've put off the foundations program for almost two months since I purchased it. Is it okay to start doing the program but do some adjustments so I don't push too much stress on the shoulder or shall I still wait uh, until I have recovered? What shoulder injury have you got, man? Unless it's a bone injury, uh, you absolutely should not wait. Um, we bang the drum all the time that exercise is a critical part of doing, uh, of rehabilitating an injury. Um, I've injured my shoulder last week um, uh, doing a really heavy bench press and it's a pretty nasty injury and I'm doing all the stuff that I normally do but you just reduce the intensity. That's the, uh, at the grassroots level of rehabilitation. Um, that's, uh, that's what you should do. The shoulder rehab program is excellent for shoulder rehabilitation. Uh, and that's something that you can do with the foundations program. Um, but if that's uh, not something that you're willing to invest in, then in the very least, absolutely do the foundations program, but reduce the intensity to a level where you can not experience more than about roughly a three out of 10 pain and where you feel like it hasn't been made worse the next day when you do it. Um, absolutely, that foundations program is so good for dealing with, um, with injuries uh, if you don't have the shoulder uh, rehab program. Chad Ryan is saying, I'm desperate to improve my roundhouse kicks and I'm looking at buying a course from you guys after having some success with your middle splits routines from YouTubes. Uh, he's saying, I'm unsure what course would suit alongside my tire training. Man, it, th th there's two answers. There's two answers for that one. The 18 minute mobility routine and the flexibility masterclass. Both of them are unbelievable and both of them will deliver a really good result and the 
best result would come from having both of them because they both they both hit a part of the puzzle and a part of the puzzle is that you need to increase your mobility in things like the front splits, middle splits, pancake and all those um, movements that allow you to kick higher um, and you do that with the uh, flexibility masterclass. But then the other thing that you really need to do is daily mobility to which is something that you do like as a cool down or on the days that you're not training and that is the 18 minute mobility routine. So both of those, uh, either of them will give you a really, really good um, uh, increase in flexibility. Both of them together will give you an even better increase in flexibility. So where to start? Honestly, I'd probably start with the, unless you're willing to get both of them and, and knuckle down on both of them at the same time, uh, I'd start with the 18 minute mobility routine. Learn that, learn it back to front so that you don't need to, to do the follow along videos with me. And once you know it back to front and you don't need to watch the video to do the routine, uh, then learn the, uh, the, the flexibility masterclass because that is, is much more of a beast of a program. There's more involved in it. Um, and if you, if you do it daily, um, at least the mobility routine daily, uh, maybe one day a week off if you want, and the flexibility masterclass, uh, you know, you, you, you do it the prescribed amount that's in the program, which is, um, you know, you do the middle splits routine once a week and the pancake um, slash front splits and pike routines uh, once a week or, or maybe it's twice a week with those ones, um, then you'll, you'll see some great progress, man. You really will. Um, Vinny's saying, thanks, you're welcome, brother. Uh, William Wong saying impingement, okay. Uh, shoulder impingement, huh? Yeah, look, uh, absolutely, dude. Just, uh, just get started with really light load um, and uh, make sure you're doing the stretches between the sets as well. And um, yeah, just, just, you know, taking the load easy, man. Just taking it easy, 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 easy. All right, if anybody else is watching live and you've got any questions, get them in so that I can answer them for you. And otherwise I'm going to be uh, scrolling. There's a question from Dave Clark. If you scroll down a little bit, it's on the 12th of September. Okay, let's have a look here. Do you want to read it? Oh, here we yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, you got it? Yep. Okay, here we go. So I've got a question about active middle splits from the Flexibility Masterclass, which is probably one for me, one for Rad. I perform this using the tumble track sliders, and I can hold this for about 25 to 30 seconds without using my hands for support. Uh, middle splits from the Flexibility Masterclass, okay. However, this is when timing from the moment I'm standing and not from the point I'm at maximum range of motion. That's more like 10 seconds. When I can no longer hold this position instead of immediately coming out of this stretch, would I benefit by holding onto something for an extra 10 to 20 seconds to increase the time uh, under tension? Brother, in all honesty, when I did the mobility masterclass all those years ago, I um, I used the tumble track sliders when doing the active middle splits and my understanding, I'm just writing this, my understanding of the reasons as to why you'd use tumble track sliders and for the active middle splits has, has improved a lot since then. And I would not use tumble track sliders for the active middle splits for this reason. The intensity is too high. 
If you can't get the volume, if you can't get the, the prescribed 30 seconds down there, then the intensity is too high. So that's like saying, you know, I know that in the program, it says I should do six to eight reps um, on the bench press, but when I do it with 100 kilos, I can only do two or three reps. Um, should I get somebody to spot me for the last uh, four or five reps? Well, no, absolutely you shouldn't. That's ridiculous. You should lower the weight to 80 kilos or 70 kilos and do the six to eight reps like the program prescribes. But that's a very simple way to understand because you're talking about uh, intensity via the amount of weight you're lifting, whereas what you're talking about now is intensity via the mode of exercise selection. So by either using tumble track sliders or not using tumble track sliders. But in your case, using the tumble track sliders, the intensity is too high and you can't maintain the, you can't get the amount of volume that's, that's prescribed in the program. So I now, even though I can use tumble track sliders and go right down until, you know, my balls are about this far off the floor, um, I still use the tumble track sliders very rarely because the intensity is so, so high. And I've learned over my years of stretching that it is not good for you to just be pushing yourself to that really, really intense level of stretch regularly. It, um, it, it causes more harm than good and there, there is a place for it. And after like the way that I've used the tumble track sliders for my middle splits training um, is that periodically at the very, very end of my middle splits workout, I'll go on the tumble track sliders and allow myself to go out as wide as I can to basically to see how well I'm progressing. But you, you guys have got to bear in mind that I've been, I've now been, and, and even, you know, maybe for those of you that are in the Movement Mastermind, maybe for those of you that look to me for being your coach, um, maybe I am considered to have an, an extremely high level of flexibility. And I respect that I definitely now have, have developed a higher level of flexibility than the average person. But there's people that I look to for coaching and that I look to for inspiration that, that make me look like a chump, you know? And I go to, I'll, I'll go to a workshop where I'm learning from, uh, you know, a coach, um, you know, for something like flexibility or handstands or whatever. And, and I'm at a mediocre level in the room. But what I think that Yanni and I excel at is breaking down the lessons that are required for people like you guys to get the breakthrough to get to where I'm at. I think that I do that better than most people because I look at the way that other coaches are teaching and I think, mm, I understand that, I get it, but I'm a personal trainer who's been in the industry for 17 years. So I've gone off on a little bit of a tangent there. But what I wanna say is that this is, this is the reason um, whose question am I answering here again? Um, Dave, Clark. Dave, Dave, this is the reason why I created the Flexibility Masterclass. Rather than recreating the Mobility Masterclass and confusing people or removing it from people and giving something else which just pisses people off, I've just left it as it is, but it's now a hidden program. You can't purchase it anymore if you don't have it. But I've created the Flexibility Masterclass to start from phase one again knowing a better way to do things. So um, 
Yeah, you'll notice, bro, that in the Flexibility Masterclass, when I do the active middle splits, I don't do it with tumble track sliders. It's, uh, I don't recommend it for people doing phase one of that program. It's just too intense, man. It's, it's too much load on the body. Uh, let's see if anybody else is. Oh, awesome, Dave. So uh, hopefully, hopefully you got the answer for that, brother. Um, does that answer your question, man? Let me know. Um, anybody else got any questions for me on the live stream? Otherwise, we're going to be going to the next question in the Movement Mastermind. Richie, we got got any more here? I'm just looking through now. So um, it looks like we've got a uh, we've got a question from Sharon Lynn on the Foundations Phase One. She's saying, uh, so I haven't read any of these questions yet, so I don't, I don't know what we've got here. So foundations phase one, Friday, lower body strength question, uh, wrist flexion and extension. The only individual barbells I have are super light weight, heaviest is 1.5 kilos. Is it okay to use the adjustable dumbbell this way that you're using it, or perhaps doing one side at a time is a better option? Also, I assume looking for the same strength between Flexion and extension is desirable. Is that assumption correct? Thanks in advance for your advice. So firstly, no, you are definitely not looking for the same strength in flexion and extension. You're looking for uh, roughly double the strength in flexion than extension. Um, some people have a little bit more strength in flexion than in extension, but a, you know, a good rule of thumb is uh, about double the strength in flexion and extension. And what you're doing is beautiful. I love it and I'll tell you why. You're improvising and you're making do with what you've got. And the UMS is designed to teach people how to fish rather than to feed you for a day. And um, that's just awesome, you know. You've, you've been given a blueprint, you've been shown um, this is what we would like you to do and you've looked at what you've got and thought, well, I can't do that, but I'm going to do it this way to still create the same joint movement and stimulate the same muscle growth. Uh, and that's just awesome, Sharon, so well done. Really, really good. I'm just going to have a quick look, Richie, in the UMS online coaching group because we always like to answer those people first because, of course, they are the people that are uh, working with us on, on the uh, highest level. So let's have a quick look in here. Um, okay, actually, you know what? We're going to go through on Friday and answer these questions. We're going to answer them in better... Um, um, Josh has got a good question here saying uh, I'm wanting to incorporate rope climbs into my routine wondering at what stage and do you have a video for these first thing Josh is um, the uh, the rope climb if you're talking about an actual rope climb where you have your entire body suspended by your hands and you climb up, that is an advanced exercise and you need to be able to do um, a lot of pull-ups first. You want, you're going to want to be able to do, I'd say, one set of eight pull-ups of good, good uh, chin-ups. Uh, sorry, not, not pull-ups, not pronounced, but good, um, good chin-ups. Um, before you even attempt a rope climb. But what we do is, the way that we introduce ropes is we do a, we do a unilateral uh, rope pull. And what I'll do is I'll film a video uh, today of that and get that uploaded into the UMS program for you so that you can see uh, how we do it. Um, I'll do that uh, because that'll only take a couple of minutes. I'll do that um, 
uh, probably straight after this show. We'll get it done for you. So uh, we'll upload that for you and you can, uh, you can enter the UMS online coaching program and you can have a look at how that, um, how that works. Um, Dave is saying yes, that answers his question. Awesome. Richie, have you got any more questions that you can see? No, I'm just scrolling through. There's, um, there's one from, let me just find it again. I'll quickly, while you're looking for it, I'm going to answer Nick Eddy's question yep. in the UMS online coaching uh, group. So Nick is saying, I'm in my deload week for phase two of the foundations program. I think I did it wrong in phase one. Deload week, you maintain reps and weight, just do less sets. Is that correct? Yes, that's absolutely correct. So the way you deload is that you deload volume. And when we do the progressions program, Nick, you're going to, uh, so you're in the foundations program. For those of you that don't understand, in the UMS online coaching program, we have uh, foundations and progressions. And the foundations is three phases that's designed to build, guess what, drum roll please, a foundation of strength and flexibility. The progressions program is where you really start, you know, customizing the program to your own needs. Uh, intensity refers to the amount, how much weight you're lifting. Volume refers to how many sets and reps you do. So when you deload with weightlifting you, or strength training, you deload volume, not intensity, which means you actually even still look for strength gains. You, you, if you can lift more weight in your deload week than you did the week before, then you do that, but you deload volume. And the way you do that is you do 40% of the regular volume, which means if you're doing uh, five sets in your working weeks from week one to five, then in your deload week, you only do four sets, but you do the same amount of weight or more and the same amount of reps. Um, if you were doing three sets in your program, you'd, you'd deload to only one set. Um, so your workout is, is way shorter, but that's the idea. It's during the deload week that you go through super compensation, which means you become stronger uh, and more flexible. So it's really, really um, yeah, important that you get that right. Um, yeah, Richie, have you found anything else? I'm not too sure how to pronounce his name. It's Kali or... Kale Alexander, sorry if I butchered your name. <laughs> yep. But if you looked on the page, Rad, um, he's the doing a movement pancake. mastermind or movement the mastermind. Yep. yep. He's doing a pancake. Um, he said, was really excited getting into trying to improve my mobility and flexibility. Unfortunately, last week while practicing the pancake, I felt a really sharp pain in my lower back, so I stopped and took uh, a few days off. I also realized after watching a UMS YouTube video that I've been doing it wrong by arching my back instead of keeping it neutral. The paint went away and today, five days later, I tried doing it again, this time elevated my butt on a yoga block and trying to keep good form. And the pain came back immediately. Frustrating. Any tips to how to go about this form here? Much appreciated from here. Uh, yep, awesome. So yeah, I've got a lot of tips with that. Um, look, this is the the feeling of pain that comes on for people in their lower back when they start doing loaded forward flexion is a common thing. And it always comes from poor load management. So it's basically, uh, it, you basically like Phil's description that he always does about the bucket and the tap is the is the best way to understand it and you could think of it maybe as a cup and a tap so your imagine this cup is the amount of, of load that your back can take and the tap 
the water that's going in is the amount of intensity or stimulus or volume that you apply to it. What you've done is with your pancake is you've turned the tap on too hard and the water's just gushing out over the side. So you need to, the answer is not avoid the movement or not do it. The answer is to turn the tap down a little bit so that there's less load, less intensity, less volume going into that uh, cup or bucket. So how do you do that? Um, well, as far as with the pancake goes, you definitely need to elevate your bum to look at your picture. You are rounding your back and you need to um, r reduce the load by reducing the intensity. And what I would potentially do is do it for a while without any weight. Do it just with your body weight. Well, the other thing that you want to do is you want to increase that um, uh, that 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 tolerance. So you want to you want to basically make this turn this cup into a bucket so that it can handle more water coming from the tap. And the way you're going to do that is by progressive overload. And progressive overload is when you lift a certain amount of weight um, for a certain that your body can handle, that your cup can handle. So the the intensity, the load that your cup can handle. You lift it for an amount of time that it becomes easy and then you gradually increase that amount of weight. So there's different ways to do that. You know, in the, in the UMS Foundations program, we do that through certain strengthening um, exercises as well as flexibility exercises. But if you've only got access to our stretching programs, um, then you could also try doing... Um, are you... Let me just see. It's really excited to get into Okay, cool. Um, UMS YouTube, okay. So you're basically just watching our YouTube videos um, to, to piece this together. Um, yeah, man, look, if, when you do the Flexibility Masterclass, there's, there's, there's more exercises that you do that lead up to the pancake. It's not just that you start straight with the pancake. So you, you might need to look into getting access to s some of the more complete programs um, so that you understand what you're doing. But in a nutshell, you need to just increase your your tolerance, your load tolerance, by reducing the intensity. So elevate your bum, keep your back straight, and do it without any weight to start with. Do that for a while. Also, bring your feet a little bit closer together. Don't worry about how wide you can go, so that when your feet are a bit closer together, you can plant your feet into the ground more, and you you'll have more confidence to go forward and stabilize yourself. Um, that will that will really help you. Also, Rad, it looks like his toes are pointing yeah. in. Yeah. Is that preferred, or do no, you think that? No, no. You you, you, you want to externally rotate the feet when you do the pancake. So Richard's come come up with a good um, tip there. Uh, I'm just saying, watch this. Yeah, and, um, yeah, yeah. You want to externally rotate your feet when you do the pancake. You don't want to internally rotate your feet when you do it. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, let us know how you go, and um, yeah, we'll 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 make some progress hopefully. Now, guys, uh, listen. We are the reason why we're doing this impromptu show this week is because Yanni, Richard, and I are hard at work on creating a brand new program based on uh, popular demand. We've had a lot of people asking uh, on this topic, and we're going to reveal what that program is later this week. Um, so. We're just doing, uh, we, we, when we create a new program, it requires a lot of our attention, a lot of our um, focus. So I want, uh, I've just, um, uh, yeah, we, we, we just haven't had the, um, the time to create topics for these 
Yeah, Yanni's saying true flexibility cannot be achieved in the absence of strength. And look, I know this is a, guys, look, I know this is a shameful plug, but I mean, this is honestly the answer for you. Um, who, who was it again? That was, I was answering that pancake question for Richard. Uh, was it Carly? Carly, Carly, is it? I think. Um, Bro, the answer honestly is the the UMS Foundations program. You really, you know, you, you everybody gets to this point where when they're focusing on, you know, they're putting all their eggs in the basket of flexibility and getting more flexible or getting stronger. Um, if you're not training both in a one to one ratio, you, you're going to come into problems. You really are. Um, and yeah, that's that's why we created the the UMS uh, Foundations program is to teach people how to train in a way that creates a one-to-one -one balance between strength and flexibility. Anyway, listen, this whole week, I'm gonna be doing a Q&A. So get your questions in, post them directly to the UMS Movement Mastermind page, because the better the questions are, and if they come with a video, you're gonna get a really good answer. Uh, and I'll be answering your questions again tomorrow. Um, so have a great day, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow, everyone. Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're gonna to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's gonna get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. It's the gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.